Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, Dr. Doolittle, the bird whisperer, Murgatroyd, how are you today and your new bird feeder outside? Oh my gosh. Can I just say, my husband is amazing. So for Christmas, he got me a lemon tree, an orange tree, a fig tree, a bunch of vegetables. I get a little garden going on right now off the side of our uh, podcast studio. And I added a hummingbird feeder. And if you don't have one and you have hummingbirds, get one because there's nothing more beautiful than these little things. Do you know they can fly up, down, back, sideways? They're like a ninja bird is really what they are. And they're territorial AF because I got another bird feeder for all the jealous birds out there. And there was like World War Bird 3 going on on our deck, but it looks like they're they're coexisting now. All right. Well, now I know that all of you came to this episode because you want to learn about um, our bird feeder, but we are going to tell you what we're going to talk about today. What we're going to talk about today is we have, we're wrapping up a uh, 12 weeks of a virtual mastermind and we learned a lot of things inside of that mastermind. You know, we, Kim and I played stupid idea time in Italy and we're like, what can we do to add more value to help people? And, you know, masterminds are all the rage. And we said, well, can we do it virtually? Can we help them so that they can do it from home? Can we do it so it's only once a week for a few hours? And can it's we, accountable. Like accountability. Can we take just a few of the things that are highly leveraged activities 
activities that people do in $30,000 masterminds, but do it on a Zoom call. And uh, and we did. And uh, I believe that it was a big success. And I think that uh, all the people in the group would say the same. Everybody's willing to give us a testimonial. So we'll find out what the testimonials sound like, but I think everybody was really happy with it. So I thought what we would do today is talk about some of the things that we do inside of the mastermind so that, you know, whether you were starting another group um, of this, just to give you a a little heads up, we will, by the time this airs, we will be launching the next group. Just so you know, we sold out in 48 hours last time. It's a very small group. It's only about 20 people. So if you're thinking about doing it, go to work hard, play hard, nine zero.com work hard, play hard, nine zero.com. Okay. So there, I'm Kim, I'm going to sort of walk you through the things because I'm a linear guy. I like to, I like to go in an order. So we're going to, I'm going to, oh, really? I'm going to take you, I'm going to take it from the top before somebody enrolls in the mastermind. We do something called an ideation session. Now, uh, I said mastermind. Before, no, before they enroll in the mastermind. You mean when they enroll in the mastermind? Sorry. Before we begin the mastermind. Yeah, you'd be, bu- you'd be busy if you were doing this all day because yeah, it, it, hurts, it hurts your brain. When somebody enrolls in the virtual mastermind, what they get access to is you, right? Right. The, you do a um, an ideation session. Now, before, so, we get, before we get into that, I want to just set up how that happens. And then I want you to explain what the ideation session is. Okay. What I learned is that when I'm trying to figure something out, I am not really good at coming up with ideas. I can execute like freaking crazy. You can give me something and I will wrestle that bitch to the ground and make her say uncle, right? Kim is really, really good at coming up with ideas. So we were like, okay, let's play stupid idea time. How can we, how can we, help people who have an idea or don't have an idea or are confused about what they want to do. We said, what if we offered before they even start the freaking mastermind, the virtual mastermind, before they even start, they'll do an ideation session with Kim and they'll come up with some ideas. And Kim, I'm going to let it go over to you because you've done all these ideation sessions and all throughout these 15 weeks of this mastermind, they all go back to, well, like Kim said in our ideation session, they held that at such high value. Why is that? Well, the first thing is (laughs) I'm looking at our website now and it says 30 minute ideation session with Kim. Just know, ain't no shit happening in 30 minutes. That's what I learned. So that's the first edit we need to make to the website because it is definitely not 30 minutes. You know, what is so great about having an ideation session one-on-one with somebody is you can really get to, you know, the number one question, what do you want? Like you have to be able to have that question answered. What do you want in your life? What are you looking for? What are you trying to accomplish? Like, what do you want? And then sometimes people came in with a a trajectory. Like they had a product idea that was pretty laid out or whatever, and we could kind of build from that. And then other times it was like a giant, you know, game of stupid idea time. And we just threw so many things out and, you know, went through and sifted and decided which one was going to be the one to go. But there were so many great things that 
I learned, you know, coaching people through this ideation session. And oh gosh, uh, one that people are so creative and that passion. Here's what I learned you can be insanely passionate about something and be really bad at communicating it in a way that somebody else would want to buy what you're selling. So like I am insanely passionate about these birds right now. And I don't think that there's anything I could do to like sell a bird feeder. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like, I I just think that sometimes people get so excited about something that they think someone needs, right? Versus what someone wants. And that's the thing that I think is missing from a lot of regular masterminds is you have all these speakers and you get all these ideas and you got all this cute Instagram, you know, footage and shit that you take. Your notebook is filled of stuff, but actually taking action on it and having that weekly accountability, that's what moves the needle, you know? The first thing is while you're trying to come up with your next great idea is have an ideation session. Maybe you can find a friend who um, is really, really good at coming up with ideas so you can bounce off ideas and set the intention around it. Get a big whiteboard. And play stupid idea time. Yeah, get a cup of coffee and just kind of brainstorm. Coffee. Uh, coffee. Well, we like wine. Well, it's during the Let's day right honest. now. I can't. You know, I I uh, I sit there with that wine bottle and I wait till four forty five so I can decant for fifteen minutes because I just I feel like if I start it before five o'clock, then I become that guy. So, um, okay. So that is the uh, that's the first thing is the ideation session. The second thing that you should consider, and Kim alluded to, and that is the idea of story brand. So what we did was we came up with what are the things that we use when we're coming up with a product, when we're coming up with a course, when we're coming up with whatever, what are things that we use to help create a differentiation from, you know, from anything else. And so like Kim said, you got this idea, I love birds and everybody should love birds, except for the fact that you don't really understand how to communicate your passion for birds by giving somebody what they actually want. Well, the good news is that we use a book by a guy by the name of Donald Miller called Building a Story Brand. Now, what we've learned inside of the Building the Story Brand is that what you're creating when you come up with your idea, you're actually creating a character, right? It's think of it like a movie. He's using Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. And we won't get into that. Maybe we'll do an episode on that later down the road. But what he does is he walks you through identifying what the pain points are so that you can speak about those pain points. So, you know, there's an internal conflict, there's an external conflict, there's a philosophical conflict. Suffice it to say that there's lots of different ways to identify the struggles that somebody's having. And so what we do is we have everybody in the uh, in the virtual mastermind get the book and we have them explain who's the character in your story. And it becomes very, very obvious as people start to explain who the character is and what their pain points are. 
either number one, they don't even know what their pain points are, or number two, they talk about pain points that are so general, you know, like they're, um, you know, they're having, you know, they're just not having a good time with life. And that's a real general pain point, right? So the whole group is able to identify those things. So Kim, any comments on yeah. how we use story brands? Yeah, well, it's not even that, like, I don't, I don't think we necessarily have to go through every single like tactic that we use, um, you know, in this podcast because this may or may not relate to you. But I think what is really great about being able to do a group virtual mastermind like this is we take in the needs of the group. Like when we when we set out to do this, we weren't like, hey, we're going to grab Story Brand and you know do that. But we saw that people didn't know who they were talking to. They didn't know the struggles of who the person they were talking to. And how do you sell a product to people if you don't know what they're struggling with or who they are, right? And Rob, because he had used StoryBrand in his own designing of his work hard, play hard um, business, he had used it. He was familiar with it. So he just said, okay, the group needs this. Let's work on this. And what I love and think is so smart about us, so I'm going to give us a little pat on the back here, is we are not people that reinvent the wheel. You know, like someone has a journal and then the next person, they create their own journal and then their own journal and everybody's got a journal and everybody's got this and everybody's got that. We find things that work and we implement them into our life and then we implement them into our coaching that we do our one-on-one -on -one coaching, we implement them into the virtual mastermind. Like no one's sitting here reinventing the wheel over and over. So Rob bringing story brand in was genius because this actually facilitates the change. This actually gives somebody a step-by-step -step outline on how they can create their brand and know exactly who they're talking to and how to best serve their needs. Go ahead. So what I was going to say is once once we get into that and now we start to figure out, you know, who their story is, who they're talking to, all these stupid ideas and all these, you know, this brainstorming leaves thousands of freaking ideas all over the table, right? And you're like, okay, well, what the hell do I do first? So we've implemented something. And like Kim said, we're not gonna go through every single strategy, but there's a few, um, let's call them keystone strategies of the virtual mastermind that I think you can use yourself. And one of those you've heard us talk about probably many times if you listen to this podcast, and that's the idea of the push journal. Um, the push journal is just basically coming up with 10 goals, making one more of those goals, what you call a push goal. And it's a goal that if you came up with that goal, it's likely going to knock down the other goals. So we use that principle inside of the virtual mastermind. We go round robin and we're like, what's your push goal? And some interesting things happen with it. Number one is people's push goals are either to, and it's a 90 day push goal, right? So this is a 90 day program. And we just, there's a lot of reasons why we choose 90 days, but we do it within, uh, we do it within 90 days. Some people have a push goal that is just very, I don't know, weak, not, not very aggressive. Some of them are so freaking aggressive. It's like, I'm going to make $20 million at the end of 90 days. No, you're not. That's or, not. Or that, they're so vague. Or they're you know? vague. So we're able to, inside of the group, gain clarity on what the push goal is. And then when we go round robin to each person, we ask them what their push goal is. They have to sort of defend it. They have to explain why it's their push goal. And in doing that, they gain clarity. And our belief is that 
Um, clarity precedes momentum. A lot of times people go off on a tangent. They're off to the races with their product, but they haven't really come up with exactly what they want to do. So Kim, any comments on the use of the push goal and maybe how uh, people can add that into their own life? I know you're, you're a you're you're a recent adopter of the push journal. Yeah, so unfortunately in my uh in my history, I have started many push journals and like died on day 4. So this time I actually went through the entire 90 days. I'm not going to say that I was 100% perfect every single day because there were days that I just had shit to do. Like yesterday I had a virtual event. I had to prep for that. I had to do all kinds of things. So I just kind of rolled straight into that. Um, and I did not, unfortunately, do my push the way I should have. But what I love about the Push Journal, and you can grab a link in our show notes or you can go to our bios on Instagram. We both have it there for a special link. I love the new Push Journals. I love how everything my daily planner, my weekly planner, my nutrition and my goal setting and my tasks and my schedule. It's like all in one place. And I don't have to have 17 different planners or notebooks anymore. What I love about the push journal is that when you have a push goal, whatever that goal is, it requires you every day to take three actions against that goal. And they're small actions, they're not big. So they're not overwhelming. Three small actions against that push goal. And what that does is it forces you, if you do it, to create momentum and progress into your goal. So a lot of people announce their goal and, oh my gosh, I'm gonna X, Y, Z. And then they don't, like Rob said, have the clarity or the strategy or the accountability or anything implemented into their life. They don't have these habits and so the push journal forces you to create a habit around action. And at the end of 90 days, if you did the three tasks every day, then chances are you made some pretty good progress. Now, what I loved in this is that a lot of people shifted their push goal. What started as their push goal on day one, maybe 40 days in, changed to something else because more clarity came as they began to do the actions and as they began to work through their story brand and as they began to get on these hot seats and get these ideas. And let me say something too. Often masterminds have the same type of person where it's like everybody's got an online business or everybody's got a, a this or a that. This mastermind is so unique. In this past group, we had a branding expert Appliance repairman, appliance, uh, appliance repairman owner, like he real owns, estate guy, uh, real estate flipper, um, a girl that um, helps get funding for movies and like documentaries, Italian trip person, right? Like, I mean, we had such a variety of people in this, and so when you have that type of variety, you get put on your hot seat and you tell the group what you're struggling with people with all different backgrounds without these same filters and beliefs and experiences get to comment and share what they would like to do. Also, another thing is you kind of got a focus group because you have like high high, you know, um high moving, excited uh type A possibly entrepreneurs sitting there every single Saturday, you get a focus group. There were so many times where it was like, would the group like this? Yes, would the group like this? No, would this speak to you? Because you have these people that 
a lot of them are your target demographic giving you feedback on what you're trying to sell before you put it up for sale. Yeah, it's really interesting because when somebody, it's, you know, 70% of communication is nonverbal, right? So when somebody's speaking and you have a Zoom and somebody's coming up with an idea and you see the moment it comes out of their lips and people are nodding and smiling and they're all in, I I get chills and I'm like, whoa, this is going to be good. And then other times somebody's pushing it and they're selling it and they're like, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to do this. And you could just see they're glazed over. And I'm like, is anybody resonating with this? And everybody's like, nope. <laughs> yep. So I, it, it's fascinating to me how like, this is pro- this is my favorite um, day of the week, honestly. I, at first I was like, oh, are the group chose Saturday mornings. And I was like, oh, okay. So every single Saturday, this is how it's going to roll. Now I freaking love it because every Saturday we get to brainstorm ideas for people, help them overcome their struggles, and give them advice. And it it's fun. You the hardest part, to be honest, is getting Rob and I to shut up because we have so much to say about everything that sometimes I'm like, I just mute us so the the group can talk because we just talk too damn much. Speaking of talking too much, um, <laughs> there is something that you said a second ago that I wanted to shed some light on for people that are either using the push planner or thinking about using the push planner or just have an idea for something that they're working on. You mentioned that somebody comes up with a push goal, right? And they're working towards this goal. And you know, for whatever the reason is, a month, maybe two months into it, they change the push goal to something completely different. What the push goal allows you to do is when you have one thing that you're working towards, if it feels like you're pushing against, not to overuse the word push, but if you feel like you're pushing against something and it's really freaking hard to do, as opposed to it being, you're being pulled to do it because you're excited about it. When you're working on it every day and you have to come up with two or three actions for that push goal, If you do that in earnest for a couple of weeks and you just are either having trouble coming up with the actions or you're just not having any success with it, chances are the goal that you have is not something that's pulling you and exciting you. And so what it actually does is allows allows you to come up with something that is exciting, that you do want to do. And sometimes it just takes a month, maybe two months to be able to accomplish something. But how much better is it to come up with it in a month or two or to re- to you know to evolve it or change it than to wait a year and say like, here I am again, New Year's Eve, and I still haven't come up with my goal. Maybe it wasn't the goal that was right for you in the first place. Exactly, and it gives you, I mean, I shifted my push goal during this and Me so too. did you. So, and I actually added a second push goal <laughs> because I couldn't decide. Um, but so yeah, I, I want to talk about um, way, another way that you guys, whether you're you're playing along at home and you want to set this up for yourself, is having accountability. And you know, it's very easy to say to somebody, you know, you're out of the bar, you're having a conversation, like you're going to be my accountability partner until reality sets until in. Until the third meeting. Yeah, exactly. You you do it the first time, you do it the second time. And it really becomes a challenge to have that person hold you accountable, hold your feet to the fire on a consistent weekend, you know, bi-monthly, 
whatever it is basis and it just phases out. So if you're not in a mastermind group or you're not a part of part of our virtual mastermind group, consider, you know, really getting clear with the person who's going to be your accountability partner that you both agree together on what the rules are. Like the rules are no matter what, every, you know, Saturday morning at nine o'clock, we're getting on a Zoom. We're going to do an hour for you this week, an hour for me next week. And we're going to hold each other accountable. And maybe, you know, maybe like set up, like we're going to do it for 10 weeks, you know, and then, and then reevaluate it. But, but be really, you know, the reason why I pay for a mastermind is because if I didn't do it, then I wouldn't have somebody to be accountable to. Like I'm in LA right now and I've got, you know, uh, I got 10 friends who are here. I have people that I I thought the moment I came to LA, I'm going to be having lunch with them. We're going to hold each other accountable every week. I still haven't seen them. Yeah. I'm going on my third month here. We can't even get together for coffee. So find a way to put yourself on the line, whether it's through our virtual mastermind, somebody else's mastermind, or with a friend. And also with friends, a lot of times you end up either commiserating or you know giving each other a little a little fluff. And what having a virtual mastermind does or having a proper accountability partner that isn't like tied to you personally, it allows honesty and it allows a no bullshit zone. I mean, there have been times in our mastermind where we're like, yep, that's not going to work. you know. And you want to have that level of honesty from a group of people because you're putting your money often on the line, you are creating products, you hope to sell them. Like you don't need somebody to blow skirt up, blow skirt, wow. Blow skirts blow, up your smoke. Blow smoke up your skirt on this one, you know? I think I've done know? that to you once or twice. Oh, good Jesus. How do you like that? Oh. Hubba, hubba, hubba. I'm going to need him to stop getting these shots soon. Um, but yeah, so you know, I just came up with an idea. There you go. For she's anyone an, that's still here. She's an idea machine. Okay, here's an idea. We are going to release this. We are going to have a private friends and family launch. This is going to be for our current mastermind members, anyone they're referring in, and uh, you guys. So don't post this on Instagram because it's not going to be public, but shoot us a direct message if you're interested in the virtual mastermind and you want to get in on the friends and family early launch that will not be public, shoot Rob or me a direct message on IG, Kim Murgatroyd, Rob Murgatroyd, and you can uh, just shoot us a message and say, put me on the early bird list. And I'm going to do you one better. Okay. If What are you one-upping me? I'm one-upping you. If somebody shares this episode, right? Oh, All you got to do is share it. There. If you share this episode, we're going to make a list of everybody who shares it. Whoever shares the episode the most, we're going to give them a free membership into the virtual shares it mastermind. the most. So shares it the mean? most. Whoever, whoever. Like they get to share it every day. That's retarded. Yeah, it's a bad one. No, that's a bad one. How about just share the episode and we'll put your name in the hat. Okay, there you go. Share the episode and we're going to put no, you- No, I'm just kidding. Share the episode. Let's start this over. Okay, I have an idea. Go ahead. Stupid idea time. We are going to have everybody that's listening. We're going to allow them into our friends and family early bird special. Okay, because what what we're gonna do? We're this mastermind launches in February. We are going to 
allow first dibs. You remember that from 1982? We are going to give first dibs to our current mastermind members and then to anyone they're referring in because we want a curated group of amazing people. So our current mastermind members, anyone that they refer in and our podcast listeners. So all you have to do to get onto our early bird list is share this episode in your social media and tag Rob and me in it, Rob Murgatroyd, Kim Murgatroyd. And we will add you to our early bird list and we will shoot you a link via Instagram uh, when it is available. But don't don't tell everybody about this because we literally, I can only do so many ideation sessions, kids. I love that. Okay, so the last piece that I'm going to say is, you know, and anybody can do this, start a private Facebook group. Here's what I kind of thought like, eh, you know, I mean, first of all, who who the hell uses Facebook anymore? You know, that was the first thing. And then the second thing I was like, you know, like there's a hundred groups. Do we need one more group to be a part of? Until I realized that what was happening was because the people in this group were so invested in helping each other every single week that they really started becoming very proactive with each other. For example, some of them started meeting each other in person. Some of them picked up the phone and they started calling each other. Um, Others started hiring each other using their their products and services. You know, we've got a videographer in there and people are hiring, you know, the videographer and I've got a real estate guy in there. And, and uh, you know, one of the, uh, a couple of people are actually investing in, in real estate with him. So the point is create a group somewhere that in between the sessions that they can communicate with each other. And, you know, it's not that we're not active in the group, but when you curate the right group, they will connect with each other and if you do your job. And that's the point. Because a big point of the mastermind is to up-level the tribe and to allow you to have access and meet people that you would otherwise not know. The other people that are like you, that are entrepreneurial and go-getters and want to just create a kick-ass life. And uh, to do that, I mean, you got to find those people, right? So masterminds are the perfect uh, way to do it. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you take full advantage if you are interested in the early bird special that Kim mentioned. And we will see you on the other side if you decide to come and join us inside of the virtual mastermind. That's it, everybody. Have a great week. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.